Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone, and you're watching the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. One hour of commercial-free podcasting starts now. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome back. Super Fantasy Bros Podcast brought to you with the Old City Sports Network as always. Week six, now almost all the way finished. Cowboys and Chargers slated to go at it tonight. Hopefully should be a good game. Got to be better than yesterday's Sunday night football game. Um, as you can see, no cue today. Unfortunately, uh, he was unable to make it, but he will definitely be back for the episode later this week. Uh, but for today's episode, we'll be breaking down all of week six, doing some calmer chaos, talking about some guys who struggled in week six, and then getting into trust or bust later, talking about some guys who had some pretty solid outings, and if you can trust them in your lineup. As always, Kyle Pitts will be talked about, so stay tuned for that. Oh, boy. Uh, but finally, we'll wrap up with some trade targets. So let's just get right into it. Let's start negative, calm, or chaos at the quarterback position. Brock Purdy, 9.7 points, 12 of 27 passing for 125 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Got exposed a little bit. Can we yeah, still trust? Did. I'm yeah, still trusting. I'm trusting. The Browns' D is legit, so can't take anything away from them. I think this was probably the toughest matchup the 49ers have had, aside from Dallas, where they just blew them out of the water. But, yeah, Browns' D is legit. I think Brock Purdy will be just fine moving forward, though. Yeah, 100%. Browns' D is almost like a dead zone for fantasy right now. It's actually kind of scary. They've allowed 1,002 yards on the entire season. Jesus so that's 200 total yards <clears throat> per game, essentially, in their five games. Like 200 yards total, not like passing, not rush, like not just rushing, like combined. That's crazy. That's like no yardage for the entire game for any teams. Uh, so, yeah, definitely not a favorable matchup. Purdy, system QB all day. Completely agree, my guy. But for fantasy, still too many weapons. Got to trust him. Yep. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 10.74 points. Expected him to struggle a bit with Justin Jefferson, unfortunately, on the shelf. 21 of 31, 181 yards. Did throw a touchdown, but fumbled twice, only lost one. Are we chaos on Kirk? It's kind of chaos till JJF comes back. I want to agree with T-Gods. We expected Kirk to have a good day against the Bears, too, because we were talking about how poor their secondary was and how bad they were against the pass. Kirk did not take advantage of that at all. I mean, I know he's missing J-Jeff, but still it's Hawkinson, Addison, KJ. He just couldn't get anything going. Yeah, yep. like he, he did what he had to do to win this game. Like they got up, or like uh, I guess at halftime, after a slow start. And then at that point it was just kind of on cruise control once Justin Fields got hurt and left the game. Um, but yeah, you're obviously not comfortable starting him next week against the Niners. Maybe Green Bay week eight, but... It could start to get cold at Lambeau. May also not be a great matchup. And then at, at Atlanta, who has been beatable. So maybe that's when you're like comfortable going back to Kirk. But yeah, I think it's a little bit chaos until we see Justin Jefferson back. Um, he's more of a definitely a, a matchup start spot. Spot start. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Geno Smith, 10.92 points. 27-41, 323 yards. Looks good there, but no touchdowns, two picks. Did add 20 yards on the ground. Uh, unfortunately, the no touchdowns kills Geno's day. Is it chaos on Geno? I'd say so. 
so he half of his games he has eleven fantasy points or less. So that's a little scary. Yeah. Thanks. I, I want to see the touchdown passes start to come through. Like he's got DK Metcalf, he's got Tyler Lockett. They added JSN. This offense should be moving the they ball better. Bobo. It's just the the red zone. Bobo. Yeah, they do have Bobo, Bobo too. Bobo look good. He had a few catches too. Like they have weapons on this offense, so like they should be able to move the ball. And they have in three games. He has pretty much three hundred yards in three or five games. Um, one of them was two ninety six, but close enough. Uh, count it. But and then he got hurt in the Giants game. Doesn't really count there either. So he's still been fine. He just hasn't been what he was last year. You want to just see the touchdown start to come. It's been once they get in close, it's just the Kenneth Walker show thus far. So we want to, I want to see them start passing more in the red zone to be more confident in Gino. Yeah. 323 yards though. That's like, that's even with one, that's even a lot. With, yeah. If he gets one touchdown, that's, uh, if you play six point t- passing touchdowns at 16.9, you're, you're not as disappointed <laughs> as you are in 10. So and the two picks didn't look good, but that was just trying to win the game as the as they were kind of forcing it down the field late in the game. But we'll yeah. see. I think better days yeah. are ahead for Gino. I think that the schedule clears up a little bit, at least next week he gets Arizona. Like Hell if he doesn't yeah. do it next week versus the <laughs> Cardinals, yeah. a little bit nervous <laughs> because then next he goes to Cleveland, which then it's like, all right, oh, then he's got to oh, sit. So. God. Yeah, Kill it's, me now. It's, so you'll know it's chaos next week or not. You're definitely not starting if he struggled against Arizona. Uh, question in the chat. Who should I trade Derrick Henry for? He needs a wide receiver. Half PPR. Uh, boy. That's a tough question. Straight up, just DN for a receiver? Like, what's DN's value there? I feel like running back still has a little bit more right. value. Maybe, like, is Amon too much? Yeah. Probably after this. Probably not going to get Amon, right? Maybe Waddle you could get. But then I feel like I would want like a bench running back with that too for Derrick Henry. Yep. That's tough. Like Smitty and a bench running back also, but Smitty's also struggled a lot. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Smitty's making me a little bit nervous. I mean, 11 targets. We'll definitely talk about him. Actually, I don't even know if I put him on the document, but definitely a little bit nervous there. He's got Eckler, Pacheco, and Henry. Needs some depth at wide receiver. So. Yeah, you can flip Henry. Uh, mm, I'm trying just trying. I'm trying to look at some names. I don't really know. Like, I, yeah, it's not an easy. Waddle is probably the, like the the best. Yeah, yeah. Him or like, mm, I don't even want to say like Olave or Garrett Wilson. No, because like Olave's not even. Olave was solid this week, but he He's has struggled. Decent. If you could get Adam Thielen right now, I think that would be fair. Because people might be trying to sell high, and if you believe in him for the rest of the season, you could do that. Um, but I'm still a little bit nervous. It, about long, but he's long been time. out of his mind. I know, like it's hard to deny at this point. <laughs> Pittman, names, but AR might not be juicy enough. If I'm getting Pittman, I want a bench running back too. Yeah, yeah, it's not an easy spot to trade Derrick Henry because his value is kind of up and down too. Um, he did have a solid week though. Definitely not a bad spot to try to sell high. Yeah, I would just throw some feelers out there and try to that is my the sky. High. Yeah, throw yeah. some feelers out there for like Amonra. Um, maybe someone that's still worried about Jamar Chase. I don't or think I would do it for Calvin Ridley. Keenan Allen, maybe no. if you could do it. I would do it even you could buy low on Devontae Adams if that dude's healthy. Like so whoever has him might if they're in a losing record in your league, <clears throat> if you could buy low there and flip that, it's not that bad. 
but yeah, you did say if you do, I just ride my three running backs, hope my receivers survive. I think you could also just ride out with Eckler, Pacheco, and then Henry at flex or Pacheco at flex, depending on whatever it looks like. Good luck, my guy. Uh, moving on to running back for Calmer Chaos. <laughs> Zach Charbonnet, 3.9 points, two carries, five yards, uh, caught two of his targets for 14 yards. He was kind of drafted as a potential timeshare running back, but he has no more than 5.5 points through five games. So, no, he's chaos. Completely is chalked. Ken Walker's backfield, and Charbonnet is not looking like it's a threat to take carries away from him at all. No, we're just like a change of pace back, but Ken Walker is going to get all the goal line work, all first down work. He's going to be basically workhorse. Charb is nothing more than a handcuff at this point. Yeah, I think he's a high-end handcuff right now. I think if you can flip him to <laughs> Kenneth Walker owner for something that maybe is valuable for your lineup, then I would do it. Um, if you already have him as your handcuff with Ken, definitely a good piece to have. Yep. But that's it right now. Job White, 6.8 points. Did play 79% of the snaps, continues to dominate the touches in this backfield, but seven carries for 26 yards and catching three of four targets for 12 yards is not pretty. Calmer chaos for Rashad White. It's kind of chaos. He only has over 50 rushing yards in two games. Yeah, it's not and pretty. Only two games of double-digit fantasy points, which is... He's kind of, he's kind of poopy. I'm saying chaos. I'm saying chaos. Yeah, uh, the Bucks O line is absolute Swiss cheese. So, and I feel like they are good. Like somehow they are three and two. So like they are a competitive team. Maybe he can get a little bit more yardage against the Falcons. But I don't know. I'm not in love with Rashad White right now. Definitely leaning towards chaos. More of just a an RB three flex kind of yeah. spot rather than the RB two potential we thought he could have. James Cook, 7.1 points, 14 carries for 71 yards, and not involved in the passing game at all. Definitely good to see the rushing yards tick back up, but is it calm or chaos here for Cook after two bad games in a row, fantasy-wise? Matt, it's your boy. I'll let you handle your biz. I think I'm staying calm. I mean, it has been two stinkers in a row, but he's getting the workload. Last week, obviously, was a weird week for him. He wasn't really involved in the game plan, but... You love to see the 71 rush yards, just hoping as the season progressive, he stays part of that passing game. I'm not going to jump ship on James Cook just yet. How do you rush five times for negative four yards? All right, bro? listen. Yeah, that was game was so annoying. Too, but that, was bad. <laughs> that was the one time I bet him to get uh, 50 rushing yards, and he went for negative oh. four. So. <laughs> Yikes. Bad job. But, yeah. I think you got to continue to rely on James Cook. I think better days are ahead there. Volume's still there. Uh, maybe not better days for Javante Williams. 7.2 oh, yeah. points, 35% of the snaps, 10 carries for 52 yards. That's it. Uh, I think he also had a two-point conversion, I believe, or something yeah, like that. Uh, so that salvaged the was a touchdown because I missed a touchdown and I was like, for nothing. <laughs> uh, calmer chaos on Javante. Chaos. I've been saying this, everybody. God, no one wants to believe me. Of the snaps, dude. I mean, you love to see the 5.2 uh, yards of carry, but if he's not getting the volume like the workhorse, that's not going to do him any justice in fantasy. So I'm saying chaos. Unfortunately, I love him. But not yeah. I love him. I've been on the Javante train. I've had him in Shaw. Dynasty for a couple of years. So I've been all the way in on this guy. 
Um, but I definitely am leaning towards chaos. I don't think he's going to get more than like 50 to 55% of the snaps. Um, he hasn't even touched 50% of the snaps in a game yet this season. Uh, so he has been a little bit banged up recently, but still even starting the season, he wasn't getting that full workload. And <laughs> he had a solid floor with like the receiving work, but it seems like some of that's kind of going away too. And I think he's more of a back that's going to thrive on a team where they're winning and he's able to kind of, they, they're going to give him 15 to 20 carries in a game where they're winning, but I don't think the Broncos are going to be winning many games this year. So <laughs> are you still in on them? No, I'm leaning towards chaos. I mean, I think, no, I you, just mean like in general, like, I still have to like have faith in my guy. I think better days are ahead, right, but I just right. don't think it's going to be anytime soon right now. The Broncos are it's kind of just a dumpster fire franchise. So not an ideal start at best, kind of a flex play at this point. If that. Yeah, if that. Uh, moving on to wide receiver. Had some wide receiver stinkers this week from some big names, starting with DeAndre Hopkins. Three points, one catch on five targets in London for 20 yards. After his bounce back performance, are we chaotic here on D Hop? Yep. I hate this Titans offense as a whole. Uh, I don't like Ryan Tannehill at all. And as we've seen in the past, Tennessee is the graveyard for wide receivers outside of their prime. So I'm out on D Hop. Love him to death, though. Yeah. I think I'm leaning towards chaos on D Hop, too. I mean, I love D Hop. And I hope that they go into this bye week and kind of figure it out and want to get him more involved in the offense as a consistent piece. Uh, But no touchdowns through six weeks definitely hurts. Uh, And then the up and down nature of his volume in this offense and the up and down nature of Tannehill as a passer in general makes me nervous. So I think he's still a flex option, but definitely leaning towards the chaos side of things. Yeah. You think Tanny's the worst starter? He's up there. He's got to be up there. Maybe not the worst starter, but he's close. Ritter? Ritter's pretty bad. Ritter might be the worst. Although he threw 300 yards bad. back-to-back weeks. Kenny Pickett's pretty bad, too. The Pickett is bad. Mac Jones? Mac Jones, Mac might, Jones, Mac might, Jones might be the worst. worst. He's the worst. <laughs> he's the, he might be the worst. Jimmy G's pretty bad, too. I hate Jimmy uh, G. He's so mid. And fucking Derek Carr sucks. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on Derek Carr right now. There's so many bad quarterbacks. Uh, yeah. But he's up there. He's in the mix. He's in the mix. Zach Tanny. Wilson. How are we forgetting Zach Wilson? Yeah. He just beat us. And I don't want to talk about that right oh now. Oh, my God. Why did you bring that up, man? You, you brought, brought his up. name up. I didn't say anything about the Eagles. Yeah, you brought up Zach Wilson, and that immediately <laughs> got sad. All right, moving on. Gabe Davis, 3.1 points, three catches, four targets for 21 yards, and a fumble lost. What would you expect? Welcome to the Gabe Davis show. Yeah, it's been chaos. It's not chaos. It's not calm. It's just he's a boomer bust flex option. And here came the bust that it was expected after four straight touchdowns. So yeah, you know he's going to be a roller coaster. Continue to ride it if you want. I am not going anywhere near that roller coaster. Uh, T. Higgins, four points, 54% of the snaps, two catches on four targets for 20 yards. What is up with T here? I'd rather start D Hop. It's chaos. I think I'd yeah. rather start D Hop. I'd rather too. start D Hop. 100. It's a shame because I have both of them. I have both of them <laughs> in the one league. I'm so bad. All right. But my hope, my hope has to be that T Higgins goes into this bye week, gets fully healthy, and then comes back when the Bengals kind of start their run towards trying to make the playoffs. They got to win against Seattle, even though they tried to give it away multiple times. Hopefully, he gets more involved in the offense. Obviously. Got hurt, played 50% of snaps in week four. 
didn't seem fully ready to go. 54% of snaps this week. So hopefully he's ready to go in week eight. But it's chaos right now until we see T. Higgins bounce back. Yeah. Jerry Judy, though, the Judy train might be over. 4.4 points, 65% of the snaps, three catches, five targets for only 14 yards. Chaos. I wish Q was here. Me too. Yeah. Jerry Judy. Yep. He hates Jerry Judy <laughs> and loves Sutton. Um, I was on that train for a while, and then Judy kind of made me believer last year, and now he's just proving me right, proving past me right from like twenty twenty one. Yeah, Steve Smith went in on him and then Yo, went up fourteen yards. Come on, come on, that's bad. Trash, uh, yeah, Judy, <laughs> it, chaos. I don't even know chaos. if he's startable at this point. To be honest, no, hundred percent not startable. He's peaked. You're starting Jerry Judy. Points. I'm sorry. I kind of am in a three wide receiver league. It's not great. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we'll see if he can bounce back, but it's chaos right now. At best, a, a low end flex right now. Bro, take this next man off the damn list. Avante yes. Adams, four point nine points, on. two catches, five targets, twenty nine yards. Gotta stay calm on ad. Just That's gotta it. remind the people, Tiad. Sometimes All you right, gotta sorry, give a reminder. Sorry. Sorry. Let them know to stay calm. He is a little banged oh. up. Need to see him fully healthy. Helps, Addy, because Jimmy G fucking sucks. Yeah, he does. I'd rather see their backup that looks like the both of them on TikTok. I think they put in Brian Hoyer last. uh, I I, they did. I think so. Hoyer, you Hoyer used to feed bulls, so maybe he'll get Addy involved. We'll see. Um, But yeah, his body's not till week thirteen, so he's not going to get a week off. So we kind of just need Addy to heal up as they continue through these weeks. Um, But I think he'll be fine. Better days ahead. Calvin Ridley, 6.6 points. This man will be on Trust or Bust or Calm or Chaos every week moving forward at this point. Four catches, eight targets for 30 yards. Did have a carry for negative four yards for some reason. Is it Calm or Chaos on Ridley? I don't fucking know. Trevor Lawrence loves Christian Kirk. It pisses me off. There's no reason Calvin Ridley should be this bad. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, eight targets is still a good sign. He has seven targets in five of six games. So... Still He's not like, doing anything with them. Targeted. Start catching them, asshole. Jeff Lawrence is missing him on half of these passes, too. So uh, it's up Christian and down. Kirk. He does hit Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk right in the hands every time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I think Ridley, I'm still leaning towards calm. He's still wide receiver 25 on the season. He's had some all right games, but it's a little bit up and down here, too. A little bit nervous. A little bit nervous. Hopefully, he can figure it out. Uh, Puka Nakua came back down to earth, 6.6 points, four catches on seven targets for 26 yards. Is it calm or chaos on Puka? We're staying calm. I mean, we all knew when Cooper Cup was back, it was going to be his offense, basically. But Kyron Williams is banged up, so I think the Rams are going to have to rely a lot more on the pace. I think Puka will be just fine. Kyron is the only reason that I'm not super chaos right now. But I do think in a couple weeks it will be chaos because I think this will be more normal than his, like, 30-point games. And I'm pretty sure he dropped a touchdown. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping he can slot. Yeah, I think he did drop a touchdown, which obviously hurts. I'm hoping he can kind of slot into, like, a 10 to 15 points per game kind of guy, like a consistent wide receiver, too, uh, where we saw, like, Cooper Cup's still going to be the dominant guy here. Um, Obviously didn't expect him to get 20 every single week. With Cup back, now Cup's fully back, so obviously he's going to lose a little bit of the volume he was getting. But 
I still think I'm staying calm for now on Puka. Wait, can we talk about can we talk about Smitty? Yeah, we can talk about Smitty. I did not have him on the list because I think he did break ten points. Nine point four. Oh, he's close <laughs> enough. I usually stay below like seven if it's like chaos. Um, but yeah, I think this is chaos though. Is it not? It is. Yeah, I think it yeah. is. It's it's. Yeah. The, if he doesn't drop a couple of passes, he has twelve to thirteen, maybe fifteen points, and then we're like not as worried about it. Like some of those passes hit him dead in the hands for like twenty yards over the middle. Bad it's, drops. it's chaos because he did drop them though. I know. I know. Don't get me wrong. Uh, uh, he's got five targets in every game. He's got a few target, few games with big target numbers, but it seems like AJ Brown's clearly the alpha one at this point. Like he's when we need a somebody when the Eagles need a guy to get a first down it's AJ Brown and then Goddard's still going to be in there mixed in it's a little bit nervous I'm a little bit nervous if I'm owning Smitty right now I was confident this was going to be the big bounce back and it almost was but so did I I put a little bet in 100 plus yards touchdown all the way up I didn't get that John in the one week I just needed him 50 yards man he got 44 can't give me 50, Smitty. 50 versus the Jets, Smitty? Bro, they had, like, none of their corners. God. Yeah. It's a bad week. Yeah, it's it's leaning towards chaos. I want to see Miami. I think it's going to be more of a shootout. Um, hopefully, we can kind of see the Smitty open up. A.J. Brown continue to munch. Goddard get a little bit involved as well and kind of see this offense bounce back. But definitely leaning towards chaos right now. It hasn't been pretty the last four weeks. See. Gotta see Smitty get back to that wide receiver two form. Uh, tight end. George Kittle again on calm or chaos. 1.1 points. One catch on two targets for one yard. See gods? I mean, this, this is the guy <laughs> I drafted. This He's still tight end I, eight on the season. I didn't expect it to be this bad though. Like, this is a second game with one catch. Like, and Debo went out in this game. It it kind of is chaos, honestly. Like I know like you're supposed to expect like the the poopers and then like the boom games, but like these poopers are like poopers. Like I might as well not even start at them. Like <laughs> seriously, like, it's so it I, I don't know. I am I don't know what to say. It's just like it's yeah. I like don't want to start him, but like you have to start him because he can drop like thirty. I don't know. That's yeah, it. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I with tight end. I think it's still calm. Like as bad as it's ugly as and is getting. Like he can still win you your week probably five times this season. And are you gonna take five twenty plus point games from Kittle? Or are you gonna take seven points a week from? some guy on waivers or like some like 11th 12th like Johnu Smith are you starting Johnu Smith confidently or Logan Thomas who we just saw also struggle we'll talk about in a second it's like tight ends is just a scarce place and Kittle has the upside more than most tight ends outside of like Kelsey Andrews Hawkinson so I think you have to keep rolling him out there as a decent option but it's it's obviously the Browns also hurts like Purdy threw for 125 yards in this game so I think a bounce back. I don't, I'm hoping that it's not going to be one point for these down games most often. Yeah. I think better days are ahead. Right, like you can't even trade them either. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody fucking wants them. Yeah, he's bugs. <laughs> you just kind of got to ride it out. 
unless you can find someone to flip with. Question for you, Kittle or Goddard? Rest of season. Because Goddard's been pretty mid. He's the guy that's he's like the seven. So mid. He's the seven points. That's that's who you're starting outside of that. And those that one boom is the only thing that's going to happen. And that's very rare for Goddard in his career. I know you're looking at like it. Yeah, you are looking at like eight points a week, and it's just like the boom's not going to be as often as it is with Kittle. And if they're on the goal line, you know, you know who's scoring. Yep. This is not Goddard. I don't know. I guess I would rather just have Kittle, I guess. Yeah, it's not great, but that's kind of where you're at there. Uh, Donovan, Calmer, Chaos, Jahan, Dotson. Okay. Chaos. Yeah. Got to be Chaos. He had one target no <laughs> catches this week on 80% of the snaps. He's just kind of being phased out of the offense, and Curtis Samuel seems to be eating up those targets and that volume, and he's been looking pretty explosive, so. For redraft, it's chaos for sure on Jahan Dotson right now. I think he's almost droppable at this point. Um, and then, Definitely droppable. Yeah. And then Dynasty, I think you can still hold out hope that he'll kind of figure it out. But, yeah, it's not looking great right now. Uh, continuing with tight end, Calmer Chaos here. Logan Thomas, 1.2 points. Slightly better day than Kittle. One catch on one target for two yards. <laughs> After he looked pretty solid and consistent, throws up a complete dud. What do we think for Logan Thomas? Uh, it's his um, target share. There's only two games where he's had like a significant target share, and those were two of his better games, I guess. But with the receivers they have there, I mean, even Jahan wasn't involved, and Logan still only saw one target. Definitely not a great sign. Yeah. Leaning towards chaos, leaning towards like he's in the bundle of like tight ends from 10 to 15. Yep. Don't I think, think he has more up. upside than the average tight end, though. Yeah. Like we just saw, obviously, in week five that that was a big game. But I feel like the commander's game script is kind of wild every single week. You have no idea what they're going to do. So yeah. it's going to be up and down roller coaster with him as well. Yep. Cole Komet, 2.9 points, two catchers, three targets for nine yards. Stinker for the Bears, kind of all around. Obviously, Justin Fields getting hurt. Throws his offense into a whirlwind with Tyson Badgen at quarterback. Calmer chaos for commit. Depending on how long Fields is out for, yep. it's a chaos. Yep. I would agree. I'm thinking maybe Badgen could use him as like a <laughs> safety valve, but I don't trust Badgen to really get more than 150 passing yards in any game moving forward. So I literally didn't know that man existed until yesterday. Yeah. Me either. They had a drawing <laughs> ready for him when he scored the touchdown. So on the broadcast or whatever. Any, like the they have any, the little cartoons. I'm like, how did they have a drawing ready for Tyson Badgett? How did they have that ready? Uh but yeah, Cole Komet, if Justin Fields is gonna miss significant time, it's a little bit chaotic, but I think hold on to him for now. All right, before we get positive, today's sponsor is Fanatics for this NFL season. We have partnered with Fanatics, the leading brand for NFL merchandise. Almost at the halfway point through the season. Please go out there, get yourself a new jersey to rep your favorite squad. Go to the link in our bio on all platforms. Take advantage of their sale going on right now. Use code CAMP to get up to 65% off site-wide. Go out there, get yourself something nice. And again, please use the link in our bio to get to Fanatic's website. Helps us out a ton, and we greatly appreciate your support. All right, trust or bust. Starting at the quarterback position, Matt's boy Jared Goff shows up again, 26.42 points, 
30 of 44 passing, 353 yards, and two tutties. Are we fully trusting Jared Goff as a QB1? Yes, sir. You mean the quarterback five? Yes, yes. sir. Yeah, I'm big that, trusting. That Lions team is legit. That offense is scary. I know Montgomery went down and James uh, was hurt, but Jared Goff way, still found a way to get it done. Yeah, for real. They and like to run the ball when they get up. Go ahead, Matt. Sorry. I'm just saying I love Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. You have to trust him at this point. I was going to say, I think Montgomery going out definitely did help inflate his passing numbers because I don't think they were going to give Craig Reynolds 15 to 20 touches in this game, no matter what happened. And Monty was only in there for 26% of the snaps before getting hurt. So um, I think that helped get his passing numbers up a bit. But in general, Jared Goff looks good. This team looks good. He's got a ton of weapons to throw to now with Jameson Williams healthy. Trust Jared Goff, a QB1 moving forward. Oh, yeah. What about this guy, Sam Howell, 24.34 points, only completed 14 passes, kind of sus, uh, for 23, uh, but did have 151 yards, three touchdowns, and he now has 20-plus fantasy points in four out of six games. Trust. He's been solid all year aside from his big dud against the Bills, which is understandable. He didn't even have a point in that game, and he's still the quarterback 11. For real. Yeah. So that's basically like a bye week right now. He's still top 12 QB. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got to trust Sam Howell right now. Uh, definitely as a spot start QB, continue to start him in favorable matchups, tough matchups, maybe fade him, but he should be fine. As long as he's not playing like a super solid defensive line, that's going to pressure him a ton. He looks pretty good. And even he did play the Eagles still put up 21. So trust Sam Howell right now. Running backs. Raheem Bostert, 34.2 points. We saw Achan unfortunately go down with injury. Mostert gets 61% of the snaps, 17 carries, 115 yards, two rushing touchdowns, and then caught three of his targets for 17 yards and another touchdown. I think you have to keep trusting Raheem Mostert as long as Achan is out. Right. He's got 11 touchdowns through six games. That's actually disgusting. (laughs) Dude, are you kidding me? That's actually so gross. <laughs> he's going bananas. 11 touchdowns is like, he's on like LaDainian Tomlinson pace, like right. more than that. And he hasn't even been the guy every game. Like week four, we saw him completely disappear and not score a touchdown. And he still has 11 touchdowns in six games. My God. And we're playing them next week. Yeah. I think uh, you have to trust Mostert. And as long as he is healthy, he is a absolute must start RB1 right now. It's just Dolphin, sure. Dolphins offense is too explosive. Uh, Brees Hall, 20.3 points, 12 carries for 39 yards, late game touchdown. Let's not talk about that one. Uh, five catches, five targets for 54 yards as well. Are we fully back in on the Brees train? Brees is back, baby. I'm, I'm not. All the way back in. You're crazy. I'm not, I'm not in on anyone on this offense, bro. It's looked better, though, since the Chiefs game. It it's looked, looked better. better. It's looked it better. It's looked better, but – I'm not. They're winning games. I'm not sold yet. Yeah, they're going into the bye week. Uh, Brees has another chance to continue to get healthier. The snaps continue to go up, 66% of the snaps. Dalvin Cook seems to be an afterthought at this point. So I'm in on Brees Hall. I'm trusting him moving forward as a solid RB2. He's RB15 on the season with a handful of stinkers to start the season. So I am trusting Brees moving forward. Is there? 
Derrick Henry, 19.3 points. The man that won't quit. 12 carries for 97 yards and a touchdown. Caught both of his targets as well for 16 yards. Are we trusting D. Uh, I'm not trusting him. I'm trusting him as an RB2. Yeah. He's not an RB1. He's not D. Hen. He just doesn't, like, three of his last four games, he had 11 rushing attempts, 13 rushing attempts, 12 rushing attempts. Like, that's... It's scary. But then he's DN and he can he can break one for 63 yards and a touchdown just like he did against the Ravens. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, one thing I do like to see is that he's semi-involved in the passing game a little bit. He's getting two to three targets a game. He's getting a couple of catches to give him a little bit of a safer floor so you're not getting those complete bust games out of him. Um, we only saw that against Cleveland, who we now know is clearly the best defense in the NFL right now. Yeah. So leaning towards continuing to trust Henry as an RB2, uh, but definitely not all in on him as the top six, top seven running back that you expect for the last half a decade. Yeah. Ramondre, is he back? 18 points, 65% of the snaps, 10 carries for 46 yards, and caught five of six targets for 24 yards. I am not fully back in on Ramondre yet. It's nice to see him finally get involved in the passing game like he was in week one, but I just can't trust it. Trust him moving forward just based off this performance against the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree as well. I think the Raiders was a very favorable matchup and a good bounce back spot. And I think, I don't remember if I said it on the preview episode, but like if he doesn't get it done this week, then it's like beyond chaos. He was able to get it done. So I think that helps, but like, are you really confident in starting him at home against the Bills next week? No, nah. not in the slightest. Miami. Uh. Miami might be able to get some garbage time stuff done. We saw even Chuba Hubbard was able to move the ball against them, who we'll talk about in a second. But still leaning towards chaos here on Ramondre, unfortunately. I want to see what he does against the Bills. I want to see if he continues to stay involved in the passing game or not. Zach Moss, the man who won't stop stealing Jonathan Taylor's workload, 17.9 points, 50% of the snaps and even 50-50 split as we discussed on the preview. Episode 7 carries 21 yards, found the end zone, also caught 6-7 targets for 38 yards. Are we still trusting Zach Moss in this backfield? All right, this yes. is the last week no, it's <laughs> that not. Zach Moss produces. Is it though? Is I don't it? think it is, bro. He finds a way every week. He just finds a way to get points. The one thing I love to see is that if the Colts are going to continue to go down with Minshew, he is going to be dump off king. So yes. I think Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor could have solid floors as receiving backs because combined they had 11 catches on 13 targets. So he oh, was yeah. feeding the running backs uh, in the passing game. But I think you have to stay calm right now. I mean, I think you have to trust – Zach Moss as a like low end RB two flex until we see JT fully take over. Yep, it's hard to bench a guy that's put up fifty three points in the last two weeks. RB five. Yeah, Zach freaking Moss. Kareem the Dream Hunt sixteen point one points, thirty seven percent of snaps, twelve carries for forty seven yards, found the end zone, also caught three targets for twenty four yards. Is Kareem back? Nope. I don't. I really don't think he is, bro. Thirty-seven percent of the snaps, 
And he ain't going to be Gator was, oh, Gator was annoying. good, though. So 15 bad. touches. Anytime Cream touched the ball, Cream, Cream. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even start him, so I don't know why he was so hype. <sighs> it's not like he was getting any points. It was just his bench getting points. That's a good-ass sell high right now. I'm selling high on Cream. Yeah, I want us to continue to see it. Obviously, I'm not fully trusting, but good to see that he's now pushing towards 40% of the snaps. I think Jerome Ford's still going to continue to get these opportunities first, but Kareem's a reliable second running back that we've seen in the past with 40% of snaps on the Browns who's able to get fantasy points. So, yeah, not trusting all the way in yet, but a good sign to see. Keep an eye on him. Chuba Hubbard, 16 points. 77% of the snaps with Miles Sanders on the pine. 19 carries for 88 yards and a tutty also caught his lone target for two yards. Are we trusting Chuba? Nah. Nah. Can't trust nah. anyone on this offense not named Adam Thielen. Yep. And they're going to a bye, so Sanders will probably be back after the bye, and then it's not just the Chuba show anymore. They also paid Miles Sanders a lot of money to be their RB1, so I don't think they're going to fully go away from him, even though he's struggled a bit. So not trusting Chuba. Moving on to wide receiver, Drake London, 21.5 points, nine catches on 12 targets for 125 yards. Now four of the last five games, he has 11.8 points or more. And four of the last five games, he has either 50 plus yards or a touchdown. Are we trusting Drake London? I think so. He's getting fed yeah. targets, which you love to see. And, I mean, he's making it happen with the opportunity he's getting. So, Yeah, everyone wrote him off after week it. one. They wrote he him off. right back. He did not write back. Got to trust Drake London for now. Uh, keep rolling him out there. I think he's honestly a low-end wide receiver, too, right now. Just the consistency in his game thus far, but Ritter still makes me nervous. So, Oh my God, he sucks so bad. He's so, so, so <laughs> bad. <laughs> Dude, he's so bad. How the hell did he throw for 300 yards in each of the last two weeks? I don't know. I don't think it's going to The, the commander's defense. and then the I'm Texas really defense. nervous about the Falcons at the Bucks next week after the Bucks just got embarrassed versus the Lions. I think the Bucks bounce back and their defense is good. So, uh, Yeah, Drake Lund a little bit nervous, but continue trusting him for now. Kendrick yeah. Bourne. 19.3 points, 10 catches, 11 targets for 89 yards. Can we trust Jason Bourne? Come on. I know we can't trust anyone on that offense. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Nope. Uh, if he gets 11 targets, he's trustworthy because he has two games with 11 targets, and he has 24 and 19 in each of those games. Uh, outside of that, he has not broken 8.6 points. So he's a bench wide receiver that you can plug in on a bye week. That's about it. Uh, Rashid Shahid, 18.3 points, 76% of the snaps. Only caught two of his six targets, but had 85 yards and a touchdown. Is he low-key trustworthy? No. No. That's a boomer busty guy. Yes, yep. Sir. Cannot trust Rashid Shahid. Uh, definitely boomer bust at best. Zay Flower, 17.1 points, six catches on eight targets for 50 yards and a touchdown. Quietly, wide receiver 21 on the season now. Can we trust Zay? Hell yeah. I think so, sir. He's only got one game, not in double digits. So, I mean, solid, maybe low-end wide receiver two or flex yep. option. So, keep rolling him out there. 48 yards plus in every single game. He continues to be 
the main reliable target for Lamar. Continue to trust A. Flowers. Uh, Jacoby Myers, 17.1 points, five catches on seven targets for 61 yards and a touchdown. He's taking advantage of Adams being banged up and looking like the wide receiver one right now. 15-plus points in four or five games this season. Are we trusting Jacoby? I'm all the way in on Jacoby. I started with him over Godwin this week. He was was being held back by the Patriots at this point is what we're seeing. Oh, yeah. He looks good. I can't believe they let him go and sign Juju for the same amount of money. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. Much rather than Jacoby. 100%. Jacoby's wide receiver 14 and didn't play in week two. Like, you got to trust Jacoby Myers right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, Juju is absolute dog water. Uh, Tyler Boyd, 16.8 points, caught all seven of his targets only for 38 yards. Nice Jarvis Landry stat line there and did find the end zone. Seven plus targets now in five straight games. Is Boyd trustworthy? No. Not even close. No, no. T will be back doing his thing. Yes, please. I agree. Sooner than later. It's good to see the volume here, but he's not doing anything with the volume. He's only broken 10 fantasy points twice, and one was with this touchdown this week. So Tyler Boyd, not trustworthy, but a I decent bench wide receiver to continue to hold. Tight ends. Dalton Schultz continues to con- uh, show that he is looking pretty good. 16.1 points, four catches on seven targets for 61 yards and a tutty. Now three straight games with 40-plus yards and a touchdown. All yeah. the way in on Schultz. Yes, I am. I, I can't think of a reason to disagree. So yeah. I He's am finally getting in. involved like we wanted him to be. I mean, obviously, uh, week three and four, he only had three targets, which you don't like. But the past two weeks, 10 and 7, which is a major upgrade. And I think C.J. Stroud is finally realizing, like, that's going to be his go-to guy. Because we've seen Nico and Tank be inconsistent. And so far, it looks like the only consistent one through the past three weeks has been Dalton. Yeah. Yeah. I hope to see it continue. Tank Dell coming back might take a little bit of volume back away, but uh, he looks good. Dalton's definitely one of the more trustworthy tight ends. 10 and 7 on the season now. Continue to roll him out there. Falcons tight ends. Johnu Smith, 13.6 points, four catches, five targets, 36 yards, and a tutty. Kyle Pitts, 14.3 points, four catches on six targets for 43 yards, and his fourth career touchdown. Can we trust the Falcons' tight ends? John, who, yes. Trust one of them, and that's John. 100%. And the announcer kept saying Janu, and I hated it. I hate Janu. I feel like it's pronounced Janu, but I I don't know the exact pronunciation. Janu just sounds weird. I feel like for, like... He was in the league for a while now, and that's always, I feel like it's always been Johnu Smith. Right. Uh, Janu sounds off. Maybe he corrected them this year. I don't know. Uh, we'll do some more research before next episode. But either I've way, been starting Janu in my other league, and I'm completely happy with it. Smith trust. I'm not drinking the Kyle Pitts nope. soup yet, or whatever you want to call it. Nope, 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 nope. That's nope. muck. Yeah, that is muck. It's a swamp that I don't want to be a part of. <laughs> Uh, but he did get a touchdown. Maybe if he continues to roll them together, we can finally be like, maybe it's time to start trusting him. But I need a a handful of weeks before saying, I'm you know what? what Let me trust him. It was. it was four for his career. That was his fourth? Okay. Four in 31 games or something like that as a 6'5 tight end, top five draft pick. 6'4, whatever he is. 6'6, six, six, sorry, even, even taller. Dude, and that was like John Who's first touchdown since like 
October 2021 or something like that, they said. Yeah, he hasn't caught a touchdown in ages. So, <laughs> leaning towards trusting Janu, even though he's been a little bit, uh, like, kind of like not as big of a name, not trusting Kyle Pitts. Michael. He scored, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, week four of 2021. That's the last time Johnny Smith scored. Yeah. Yeah, maybe don't expect touchdowns much with Smith, <laughs> but the volume's been good. Five targets in five straight games, eight fantasy points in five straight games. For a tight end, that's a definitely a solid low-end tight end right there. Yep. Uh, Michael Mayer coming onto the scene, 12.5 points, caught, uh, played 81% of the snaps, which is a significant increase compared to what he was playing early in the season. Caught five of six targets for 75 yards. Is he someone that you can trust at the tight end position? Oh, sure. no. dude! He had, like, he had like the first two catches of the game, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> he is a rookie, they and they him? finally started to tick up his usage. So, like the first three weeks, he didn't even get to fifty percent of the snaps; only had <clears throat> two targets. Uh, last week, we saw him get to sixty-six percent. He did get three targets, caught two for thirty-nine yards, uh, and then again this week, we finally see him get a little bit more involved. Eighty-one percent of the snaps seems like he's running more routes. I think he's worth the speculative waiver ad if you're really struggling at tight end, but not trusting anywhere near my lineup until I see this happen a few more times. Dude, okay, so he had he had two points in week three with zero receptions and zero rushes. He must oh, have had a version. Had yeah. What yeah. the hell, dude? So weird. <laughs> but yeah, he gets the next week. I think he's worth an ad off of waivers because he's only owned in twelve percent of leagues. But I think that's about it. All right, trade targets, and then we'll get out of here. T God, start us off with your buy low this week. My buy low is Brock Purdy. Uh, the game against the Browns was a complete fluke, I believe. Uh, Brock Purdy is quarterback nine on the season. Maybe someone's a little worried. He's he's probably someone's backup. So like, I, I mean, and he's definitely like he puts up starter numbers. So if someone's like, eh. He got exposed. He's kind of buns now. Um, I don't know. I would. I'm very upset. I dropped Brock Purdy. Uh, Good trade for. I can't even think anymore. Good trade for Brock Purdy. Yeah, I think he's definitely a good buy low. I'm not selling, so don't come to me. Don't come knocking on my door. No, I don't. You know, I did it with Jay Jeff. I did it with Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's a little bit different, but. He has been solid. I think it's definitely a good buy low window here after that brutal Browns game. Maybe people do think he is exposed. Matt, buy low. I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. Uh, this The owner of Aaron Jones has to be frustrated. I mean, he's missed three of the first five games. Obviously, Green Bay was on a bye this week. So hopefully he was able to rest up, get healthy. We saw what he could do week one when he's 100% healthy. So I think if the team is in more of a win now mode, uh, and you're sitting pretty at like four and one, three and two right now, or if you won this week, even five and one or four and two, I think Aaron Jones would be a great addition to that squad. I, his second half of the season uh, schedule was pretty favorable, so I see Aaron Jones getting healthy and picking up right where he started. Yeah. Aaron Jones, good buy low. Definitely see better days ahead for him once he's fully healthy. My buy low is someone that's maybe not super low, but maybe you can kind of squeeze in here and lowball an offer for Patrick Mahomes. 
Uh, this season, last few weeks, he's had the Jets, the Vikings, and the Broncos, and he has less than 20 in two of those games and peaked at 23 points. Um, he obviously hasn't been throwing as many touchdowns. Pacheco's obviously been scoring a few here and there. Uh, so I think that's what's kind of bringing him down a little bit. But Mahomes, definitely a buy-low candidate. He gets the charges this week, usually next week, usually a shootout. Um I think this is your time if you're trying to upgrade a quarterback and want to go for it all, swing for the fences, try to grab Patrick Mahomes. This might be the lowest point of his value for the season. That's it. Sell high. T-Gods, yep. who are we selling high on? I am selling high on Derrick Henry. Yes, it's a little weird maybe, uh, but I think we can all agree he's not looked like um, – what we know Derrick Henry to be. Uh, mm-hmm. He only has three touchdowns through six games, which is not very good for for what he normally does. Uh, his rushing attempts, three in the, three of the last four weeks were 11, 13, and 12. So like he's not getting the volume that he usually does. Yes, he's getting a couple of targets, but I don't know. I would, I'm still a little nervous on him. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like another running back I'd maybe like Maybe someone is a big Derrick Henry fan and they're like, do a 1v1 for him. And like, I don't know. I would. I don't know. I I think you can flip him. I think you can flip him. This is coming from a DN owner. And he's got so that like, name value too. Exactly. Yeah. So everybody wants DN. So I like it. See what you can get for Derrick Henry. We talked about it a little bit earlier in the episode as well. So definitely an option to move. Matt. Sell high. What do we got? Get rid of Zach Moss. Um, he cannot keep getting away with this. We saw his usage drop down to 50% snap share, basically a 50-50 split with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I see that continuing to decrease uh, the first few weeks without Jonathan Taylor. He was up in like the 80s for snap share. So I think JT is finally getting back in rhythm, uh, getting fully healthy. And Zach Moss usage will just continue to tick down. I don't care how much of a believer you are in them. Get rid of them. Yeah. I like that. My sell high. Come on now. Kyle Pitts. This man just scored a touchdown, his fourth of his career. We already just talked about him. His his uh snap share has also slowly been ticking down. First three weeks, he was 62, 70, 78. And then the last three weeks it was 64, 53, 55. Johnny Smith clearly playing a significant role in this offense. I don't think this is going to be the 2011 or 2010 or whatever it was Patriots with Hernandez and Gronk Pitts and Johnny are not going to be some dynamic tight end duo. And I'm honestly leaning on the side of trusting Johnny. So sell high on Pitts. see what you can get. There's gotta be someone in your league. That's looking at their, looking at their tight end position. Like who the hell am I supposed to start? If you have Pitts and another guy who's also been holding you down, feel free to sell high on Pitts there. Get a decent flex in return. Yep. Because it ain't going to be pretty for Pitts moving forward. Unfortunately, no trivia. So that is a wrap for the week six recap. We'll be back week seven preview probably on Wednesday this week. Phillies play on Thursday at five o'clock. They also play tonight. So go Phils. Yeah. Um, Again, if you're interested in Fanatics, go to the link in our bio. Take advantage of their current sale going on right now, 65% off. As always, make sure to follow the Super Fantasy Bros on all platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We are everywhere. 
make sure to check out old city sports network ton of great podcasts ton of great sponsors um definitely help support us help support our network that we are in so check those out we will see you guys thursday to break or actually wednesday sorry to break down week seven peace